Welcome to Swanglinese, the only podcast talking the language of business here in the Middle East. Your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Andermo, give you their own insights, as well as interviewing business leaders in the region to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. Barry, Oscar, let's talk Swanglinese. Hello and welcome to this episode of Swanglinese. And today we have the pleasure of uh, Yusuf Kairez joining us, the uh, Vice President of Expo Live. Welcome, Yusuf. Thanks, guys. So, uh, let's start at the beginning. Uh, with our listeners, we'd like to give a little insight into who we're talking to. So, perhaps if you just start a little bit about who you are, really, uh, introduction to who you are and uh, how you ended up here. Well, my name is Yusuf. I am originally from Brazil. I um, had my studies in the U.S. and began my career uh, very much in corporate life. And um, had an opportunity to come to Dubai in around 2008 um, to join Dubai Cares, the philanthropic mm-hmm. establishment of His Highness, uh, around uh, education. And that's where I began, I would say, kind of the, the profound part of my career, where uh, I went from looking for a job to actually looking for a mission. Right. And I found my passion for uh, supporting people around the world. And, um, and then after pretty much... I think almost nine years at Dubai Cares, uh, I had opportunity to move to Expo where I could do similar type of work, but instead of working directly with you know NGOs in, in, in different parts of the world, I'd be working with entrepreneurs right. and helping source innovation and inspiring stories to bring to Expo 2020 in Dubai. Interesting. So 2013, I believe Expo got the bid. Mm-hmm. And there's been some time we've been hearing about Expo, 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 but it's, it's getting closer now. So can you tell a little bit in general, what, what is Expo and what is the difference between Dubai Expo and the last one? The last one was in Milan, I believe. That's correct. So what is Dubai doing different than the previous Expos? I like to think they were doing everything different. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good answer. So as well. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my sales pitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, I think we are going to be different in many ways. Uh, world Expos are mega events, you know, not too different from the World Cup mm-hmm. or the Olympics. They happen periodically. Uh, a city hosts them. Dubai uh, bid to host it and, and won. And I think that was very powerful. If, you know, for fo- those of us who were here at that time, the entire city was booming and, and, and logos were everywhere, fireworks. Half of us didn't even know what Expo really yeah. was, but it didn't really matter. We won, you yeah. know, and that, was, and that was us putting our kind of putting our foot saying, hey, we're, we belong in this I remember of- telling people in Sweden, like, oh, my friends, we won the expo. They're like, expo? Okay, so? Yeah, which one? <laughs> which one? <laughs> but here was a big thing. And, uh- yeah, and I think from there to here, I think, we, you know, we as as, uh, as a team behind expo have been moving very strongly in planning it and in construction and, and all the parts, uh, but also communicating to our, to our community here in Dubai uh, what an expo really is, right? So that, you know, it's, it, it usually happens or has happened in the past in, in Europe and in North America. It went to China, it went to Japan, but then it kind of remains in that part of the world. So coming down to um, the, the equator line, right? So it's the first time that an Arab country is hosting. It's the first time that I would say any country in the Southern Hemisphere, yeah. um, you know, in the Amina region is hosting World Expo. So people really don't know exactly what it is. So Expo is, is a festival. It's a day, uh, a place where people come to spend a day, hopefully spend multiple days, because there's just so much to see. Mm. It's a place where you, you get to see and meet different countries, like, like Brazil or, or, or um, Sweden. Sweden. I'm not even going to try yeah, no, which no, one no, you want. You want to but I can say that every single country that your generations come from are going to be there at the <laughs> yeah. expo. 
So it's about it's about food. It's about music. It's about uh, it's an opportunity for countries to really brand themselves or even rebrand themselves, mm-hmm. right? But above all that, it's it's fun, right? It's a great place to bring kids. It's a great place for um, families to come together to learn something to create, uh, you know. So. It's it's not a, a static event. People are going to come and to watch and mm-hmm. sit. Uh, it's our site has been designed so it can be very mobile. People are moving. People are listening. You can experience what Switzerland what Switzerland has to say about the future. Also, what Panama has to say about the future. Mm-hmm. You know what Fiji has to say about climate change and what Brazil has to say about education. You know, so you 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 get to have a little bit of that intellectual conversation, but then bring it bring it down to just have fun. Yeah, that's a part of the expo. You, you kind of get it all in one place. Um, and, you know, especially since the expo here is happening during the wintertime, mm-hmm. right? Then we have a very fun night expo. That's where entertainment really comes out, yeah. right? So that's what expo kind of really is. For me, it's, it's, it's simple. It's not that complex. It's a, it's a day in a park. Yeah, I can't you know? wait. You sold it. It sounds great. Yeah, yeah it sounds great. It sounds and like... You saw the plan as well just yeah. now. And uh, it looks amazing, the whole the whole set. So really look forward to, to it. Yeah, it sounds like you you don't come to Expo, you become a part of it, basically. Very you, much. You know, so that you really start to experience from all of these countries in one place and different things. It sounds, hey, you sold it. I want to go. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait for it to start. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and, yeah. and, and also this thing, that now we're sitting in this room. There's various uh, from, yeah, where are you from? You know, from UK and from, from Hong Kong, and I'm from Sweden, you're from Brazil, and mm-hmm. we have a French girl listening into our conversation mm-hmm. and that is Dubai you know the global community and that that's why I think it's such a good place to do an expo because Dubai is such a global place you know getting all these people from all over the world and you know, yeah. working together to... I think people are already here the world is already mm-hmm. here and people are going to continue to come here so expo is just a platform mm-hmm. expo is the place mm-hmm. right it'll be you know we're expecting 25 million people to come over the period of six months. Remember, it's from October 2020 to April 2021. So it's six months of, of excitement. Uh, 25 million people coming through. That's an average of, what would it be, 100,000, 100 so thousand per day on a normal day, much beyond that on a peak day, like opening ceremony yeah. or national day for, for the UAE or for any of the different countries. So, you know, it's, it's really something, uh, I think for those of us who are seeing it, you know, we can see the programming. You know, we have 60 ad- events per day. Wow. Everywhere you turn, there's going to be something happening. You're going to look right, there's a parade. You're going to look left, there's somebody doing um, a particular demonstration of how carpets are made in Afghanistan. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you, everywhere you're going to be looking. Now, another way, there's going to be a bunch of kids on the floor, you know, coding. Or figuring mm-hmm. out how to create little, you know, instruments. Right. You know, that one of our Expo Live programs are actually um, designing. So it's very visitor-oriented. So that we want people to have fun, people to enjoy, we want people to come back. It's a lot to take in one day, hence why I think our our, our um, engagement so is going to be to come several times, mm-hmm. particularly for our uh, UAE residents, right, and and and, and GCC uh, residents yeah. to come often. In six months, our content is going to change. If for me, it's like, you know, it's it's a our our, our how can I explain this? Our, our low, not a, what is it? Is it our theme? I like, it's more than a theme. It's connecting minds, creating the future. Mm-hmm. We're really going to walk that. Right. right? It's connecting minds as in the three of us here, or the four of us here, sorry, <laughs> um, chatting about what could, what could be, mm-hmm. the what if. Mm-hmm. What's real today? What's really powerful? What's really meaningful? 
um, to us having the same tech conversation, but with technology, mm. like this podcast, mm, yeah. right? So it's it's connecting minds, it's people, it's it's humane, right? We're going to have real conversations, but also we're going to have that kind of influx of technology coming in and say, hey, we're going to disrupt everything. Mm. But then we say, wait, that's going to be something good, yeah. right? So that's the kind of the expert conversation. It's people-centric, right? It, it brings in technology, uh, so that we understand the world that we're coming into, mm. right? So for me, it's it's a sneak at the, it's a sneak peek at the future, but also very grounded on on what you know, the human way, the human values yeah. that, that we currently have today. Yeah, well, I think that's so important, especially as we move into that digital world. And uh, a lot of people I talk to say, "Oh, well, you know, what's going to happen with the human element?" And I always have to say, "It's, it's always going to be there." And, it, and and how that is how that combines with technology is actually going to be the interesting future that we come a part of um and you touched on something there that you know we want to get into definitely the the expo live side of things you said you know maybe it will be kids bringing out uh, you know coding something and i think coding is going to be a big part of teaching children moving forwards they need to be prepared for the digital world that they're going to go into so tell us a bit more about what what's the expo live side of things then Absolutely, that's my favorite part. I was just waiting for you to get here. I actually sneaked that in there so you could read, so you could pass the ball Thanks back. At me. Thanks. Um, so, you know, one of the things that our leadership made very clear when we were bidding for the expo is that ours would be different, like compared to the other um, expos before us. You know, we would be the most inclusive expo. You know, it wouldn't be for only countries that can participate or traditionally participate. We would make a, a huge effort to have 190 nations literally come whether they can afford it or not, whether, they've been, whether they understand what it is or not. We're going to facilitate all of that. Experts in the past were allocating countries just based on geography. You know, all of Africa here, all of Western Europe here. We've decided to do it differently. One country, one pavilion. Wherever you are, you get the dignity of telling your own story. And countries are going to be placed within our site based on interest. So if a, small, if a smaller country in the Caribbean has something to say and is very interesting, interested to talk about future of work, mm-hmm. and so is the UK, then how can they be, are they going to be physically together so that we can really connect, you know, those people and those conversations? Same thing was the promise around innovation, that our expert wouldn't be the expert that just so showcases innovations that come from our friends in California and London and Berlin and all these places that we know traditionally come out with uh, interesting te- mm. technologies. Our statement was that, you know, was going to materialize innovations coming from anywhere. Right. Right? And, then, and then that's where Expo Live was born. It's a fund that our leadership put together of $100 million that we would utilize to find, to fund innovators, here defined as entrepreneurs, social entrepreneurs, sometimes they're nonprofits, you know, um, who have today created solutions that are actually impacting the way that we live mm. and they're restoring some balance with our environment right, right? so if it expo live answers the question of what are the innovations that are going to change the future create the future that you've never heard of right because they're made from ordinary people just like you and me maybe they're a little bit bolder than you and me mm. you know maybe they've, they've they have a strong commitment to what they want they want to solve a problem and they've they've quit their jobs with this right they've right. they're they're a little bit deeper into what they want to do. So Expo Live, uh, through a, a competition, you may say, so, you know, we call for proposals every year. We open up. People s- send their proposals to us. We evaluate. 
We bring them to Dubai. They pitch in front of an innovation panel. Not like Dragon's Den, because that's mm. like very, you know, without the dragon or Shark yeah, Tank right. and all that kind of stuff. Ours is a little bit more humane. Right. You, know, we, 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 you know, we understand where they're coming from. But it is, in a way, a competition. Mm. So in the four rounds that we have so far, that we've had so far, we've had uh, nearly 7,000 applications from 174 countries. Wow. Uh, and up to this point, we have 70 organizations that we, that we have supported. Uh, they get about $100,000 in, in a grant, in, in mm-hmm. cash from us, uh, from 42 countries. And, um, and of course, we want that number to grow because we're running again in 2019. We're, gonna, we're running again in 2020. And even doing the expo, we're looking how can we keep that, you know, the, the, the opportunity alive for, for our visitors. Mm-hmm. So Expo Live answers, in a way, what our opinion is about, about innovation and how we want to, in a way, you know, really showcase, you know, develop a level playing field. Mm-hmm. That it's not just about the big minds of big companies. It's about everybody else doing their part. And guess what? There's a bunch of unsung heroes out there mm-hmm. that all we got to do is find them and give them the you know the platform of World Expo. Can you, can you share some of the some of the grand winners that you're like, wow, that was amazing. I memorized yeah. all of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's oh, your like top three that comes well, to mind? Like yeah. this idea is amazing. This kind of change. Well, the, the the great thing about well, I think they're all great. Yeah, and of yeah. course, they, they yeah, to think about it. They're all. <laughs> well, it's I mean we you know we I think we approve about three and a half percent okay. of all applications, oh, okay. so it's a pretty selective right. process. Are, are all of them on the website? Really? Yes, yeah, yes. I encourage everybody to go yeah, to so our Expo 2020 in Dubai website and you look for Expo Live and you can look at the project. Um, you can see all of them. You can look. You can see their pitch. Mm-hmm. But you can also see the the judges or the people who actually make the call. So my role and my team's role is to get from thousands to fifty, mm-hmm. and those fifty come to Dubai. And then there's an external evaluation panel who actually makes the call mm-hmm. to give that kind of what's called impartiality, yeah, right? Yes. So make sure that it's 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 well it's well designed. Um, uh, I think we have I have one f- one strong one that I, I always like talk about. It's uh, out of Denmark, not too mm-hmm. far from from yeah. you guys. Yeah, uh, it's called yeah, it's it's called Be My Eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's created by um, a gentleman who was slowly uh, getting blind, All right, yeah. and he understood the independence that, that independence for a visually impaired person is, mm-hmm. is is quite important. And at at most times, a visually impaired people are alone. So how does a person cope with life like that? So he said, well, we're going to create an app that connects a visually impaired person who needs help with something immediate to a volunteer anywhere in the world, so long as that person speaks that same language. Mm -hmm. So a visually impaired person in Portugal right now could need help in figuring out whether their medicine is the right one or not. They will just press the button. It will connect to me as the next volunteer who speaks Portuguese. They'll point the camera and I'll be able to help them. So that's an example of technology doing good things for us, Uh, a human being, another part, anywhere in the world, uh, elevating that level of um, empathy and Mm -hmm. and, and kind of helping each other out. So he, for me, is an example that I think we always like to talk about. And I love love these stories. I I think entrepreneurship should be about doing the world better. And this is a perfect example of this. He's, for me, he's one of our top examples because he also embodies a lot of what the expo is all about. We brought him here several times. He spoke in some of our events. And we asked him once, his name is Hans. Um, so Hans, imagine it's at the end of the expo. Right? The fantastic event just happened. You know, what would you have wanted people to take away from the expo? And he said, you know, that we can still trust each other. Mm-hmm. You know, that he wants to, be, he wants to bring trust back. Yeah, and true. of course, his his platform does that. It makes people trust each other. Yeah. So it's for me, it's one of the nice examples of what Expo Live. You know, we have 
several examples that are similar, you know, digital technologies, digital platforms, as well as basic agriculture stuff, water, um, um, education. We kind of, I think we hit 16 out of the 17 uh, SDGs right. uh, are, are covered within our, our program to date. Hopefully it's going gonna, it's gonna to grow. So I can give you more. I can give you, I can give you, you know, a lady out of Nigeria. Her company is called Wave. She's helping to get, you know, young Nigerians who are in the non-formal uh, sector. So they, they're working in, you know, let's say, um, not so um, dependable jobs. Mm-hmm. So and they're outside the formal sector because they didn't go to university or they don't have a nice degree. So she goes out to companies and say, "Hey, what do you what do you want a person to me? You know, what are your recruitment needs?" They say, "Well, in reality, we need people that can that can sell stuff." So is that all they need to do? Because I got a chunk of guys that can just sell, but they didn't go to university. They don't have, they, they don't have all that stuff that you need on their resume. Yeah. But they can sell. Mm-hmm. So she helps bridge right the, what what the private sector needs with the competencies you know that are, that exist that are unutilized right. because people didn't get a chance to get. A certificate, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's kind of reimagining um, recruiting to more of a competency-based um, approach, yeah. and it helps kind of helps many angles. And it's and as you know, that's not only a Nigeria problem; like, it kind yeah. of happens. Yeah. It's a global problem, I think, yeah. for a lot of yeah. yeah. And and this uh, this transition period that we're in as society, I think there's a lot of people questioning. Well, why shouldn't I have that job just because I don't have a university degree because I wasn't able to either fund myself through it or whatever? Does that mean I'm any less? able to perform that job probably not and in fact if you've been doing it under the radar or unofficially then you've probably been practicing for a lot longer than some of those people that are coming out with yes it's a good thing to have that formal education but who's the best person for that particular job so that sounds like a brilliant idea uh, yeah. to, to solve a problem that like you say it's not just a nigerian problem that's a problem all over the place um so yeah very cool uh, what's your definition of uh, of the companies they can apply like social entrepreneurship or what is that for, for you? Like, if I want to start a restaurant, I obviously I cannot apply. But what what does it take to apply to live export? Well, depends on the reason why you want to start that restaurant. Mm. If that restaurant is going to solve a particular problem, I think that fits. You see, anybody out there who has a startup or wants to start a business, right? Um, I think they should pay attention to Expo Live mm. because we are, uh, you know, we're looking for people who are starting something that matters, like something that solves a meaningful problem. In fact, our application process is literally four questions. What problem are you trying to solve, and why does it matter to you? We actually are interested in your story. Right. Right? We want to know how committed you are to this. Why do you care so much about this? Mm-hmm. You know, Who's going to benefit from this? Mm-hmm. Why should they care about what this is? So it's very much oriented on the why. Before I even know what you're doing, we want to know why you want to do this. What's the context? What's what's the story behind it? Mm-hmm. So in a way, we're looking for, I think social entrepreneurs are, are, are a nice hit, impact-oriented organizations. Yes, we have a lot, we have a couple of nonprofits, but we do push very much to the sustainability, mm-hmm. right? So nonprofits are struggle with the sustainable, um, with, you know, with financial sustainability. So we yeah. do tend to favor more um, organizations that, that do uh, generate revenue or aim to generate revenue from their services. So, in, in a way, it's it's pretty ample. I mean, we don't we're not we are uh, sector agnostic, so we don't. Hey, we're looking only for education mm-hmm. or we only for this. Expo has three main themes, right? It's mobility, sustainability, and opportunity. 
anything that fits either of those three works for Expo Live. And, um, but it's really about, you know, really looking for innovators or entrepreneurs who know exactly what problem they want to, you know, they want to fix, they want to solve, whether it's a very uh, domestic, very kind of, for example, UAE-based mm-hmm. issue, whether, you know, air quality. Right, plastic traffic, you know, plastic boys in the desert, stuff yeah. like that, you know, um, or you know, the, our UAE based ones, you know, financial literacy to our blue collar workers, mm-hmm. right, um, access to banking for anybody who doesn't earn a certain level. So, it's still, I mean, it's, there are still lots that we can do, um, in countries both, you know, like where we are, as well as all parts of the world. It's not like, oh, that's only something that needs to happen far away where people need no. You can solve problems anywhere. You just gotta, it's, for me, it's more about the, the, the determination of the person than the problem itself. And have you, have you seen quite a lot of applications coming from on the ground here? Yeah. yeah. Well, the UAE, you know, since we are, you know, our, uh, let's say X was pretty strong in, in our region. So we do have the largest amount of applications still come from the UAE. Yeah. And there, there is a very uh, up-and-coming movement for social entrepreneurism, right? Impact-oriented organizations mm-hmm. in the UAE. Uh, a couple of accelerators have been set up to kind of help process um, these young minds into developing uh, these companies. So we still, yeah, UAE is very, very active. Entrepreneurship here is very strong. Yeah. Um, I think there's also a matter of how do we transition them to scale? How do we get these companies that start and they kind of struggle for a couple of years to get to a, a sustainable level? But then how do we get them to go X? Right? Mm-hmm. How, do, how do we get them to, to, re- to really grow? That's where we see, you know, our, the UAE ecosystem still needs a little bit more of a of a push mm. yeah definitely which we hope that the expo can help yeah right well it sounds like it will for sure and it sounds like if there was ever a time to do your thing it would be now absolutely i mean we we have an university program right so expo live goes out to university students as well to say hey you know expo's coming and if expo if expo were a football game then we're the home team Mm. And if everybody's going to come and bring the innovation, what do we have to show? What's the caliber of UAE university students have to say and have to show, you know, to people who are coming from all over the world? So we, we kind of pose that challenge to them to say, what are you going to show at the expo? Mm. And believe it or not, they come up with some pretty profound stuff, all the way to tackling climate change, you know, indoor farms, mm. how to, you know, how to build better, more green cement. You know, people, you know, students observe their, the environment that we are. And they find ways to, you know, um, to come up with solutions. They're not always business ready. Right? Mm-hmm. There's students, universities, still a lot of concepts and stuff, lots of holes in their ideas. But the point is that they get to start that journey at the university level. Yeah. And then, in fact, I think we've, we've awarded about 47 university as groups, right? Groups of university students. And we have, I think, three to four who are migrating and ready to starting their own business, to actually registering as a business. Mm-hmm. So that's a nice kind of success story for us to say, man, if you, if you, you know, if a lot of them just need to be believed in. Yeah. And Expo provides that kind of like that umbrella that says, hey, man, this is a time, you know, you, you can do this. We're going to help. And not only are we going to help, we're going to showcase you. Mm. Right? At the end of the day, what Expo Live does is bring inspirational stories to the visitors that are going to come. Why? Because we want them to be more than just visitors. Mm. We want them to walk in as a visitor, walk out as a change maker. Yeah. Walk in as a person who barely knew what Expo was, walking out thinking about the next big thing that they're going to do. 
That's the, if you think about the power of the expo, is, is that you don't leave the same person. Yeah. So during the expo, what, what will Expo Live do? You'll have your own pavilion, the events, or what would you guys do during, during the expo? What is actually happening? Yeah, that's exactly the part we are right now, figuring out how we're going to tell our story. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be very much spread within the expo site, the, 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 you know, the sustainability pavilion, the opportunity pavilion, kind of these large anchor pavilions that we have. Um, we want to be um, tackling our, 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 our visitors at the right place. A lot of our content will also be inside each country's pavilion. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have an entrepreneur from Ecuador. It's likely that she's also going to be showcased inside the Ecuadorian pavilion as part of their um, showing, you know, showcasing their innovators. Right? So we also facilitate countries in, in, in being part of the innovation conversation. Right? Can, can you imagine, for many of these countries who are participating for the first time, it's kind of it's a bit of pressure yeah. to come out and com- let's say compete, right? That's not the right term, but to showcase their innovation and to have something to say when you got some larger players all around you. Mm-hmm. So Expo Live also helps to uh, contribute to the content of countries themselves that we can say, hey, we found this, we found this person that you probably didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. They're making you look good. Yeah. Put them in your pavilion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they'll sense. bring traction. Yeah. 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 Nice. So that's kind of how I see that. That's happening. Excellent. Um, in terms of the, uh, the 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 ability to apply, then for, for, for you said that there's going to be uh, other opportunities, and so if there are those entrepreneurs or would be entrepreneurs that are, you know, they've got that idea banging around in their head, what would be the the or what, what they should they sort of keep an eye out for? When would they be able to potentially participate in something like Expo Live? I think we are, you know, as as we move into 2019, right? Throughout 2019, if I, I think safer to say kind of towards the end of 2019 we'll have our next call for proposals right, right? so this is where uh, anybody can go to a website and 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 apply mm-hmm. right uh, and then as we move into 2020 we'll also transition that into the expo so when people come to the expo uh, they'll also have the opportunity to apply to the program right. i think we're trying to figure out some interesting ways of saying well, today you got to write down your application and apply. Well, doing the expo, you're going to be there. Mm. You're going to be looking at my face. Yeah. So you're going to have to pitch it to me. Yeah. You're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to dance <laughs> right there yeah. and then. Yeah. You know, so it'll be very much more and more engaging. At least that's what we're, we're trying to do. Mm. We're trying to kind of make um, the application process still very, very more active during the event. But there's still ample opportunity for those out there who are looking for some additional funding. Right. Mm. We do provide cash. It does. It does help for if you're starting a business. Definitely. But more importantly, is whether you know you're you're willing and interested in being part of Expo yeah. and having your innovation, your story, be told, you know, to 25 million people coming in for six months. Yeah, what an opportunity. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been interesting to to hear all this about Expo. I really look forward to 2020. Can't believe we're almost there. Yeah. And thank you so much for taking the time. Anything else, Barry? Nope, that's it. Thanks again, Yusuf, for the time. And we'll look forward to putting this out there. Very much looking forward to Expo happening now. I'm going to look forward to coming down. And just thanks again for the time. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Swanglinese with your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.